What is up, Smash Squad? Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm your host, Ashley Randall, and this is Smash Talk. Smash Squad, what is up, gang? What is motherfucking up? Okay, it's just me today. It's just me. You got me solo here in my own thoughts, in my own mind, in my own energy. So hold on, brace yourself, brace yourself, because I'm going to be fiery. This should have been like a, 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 I don't even know what my own freaking show is called. This should have been a Monday episode and I can't even think of the name, but it doesn't matter because it's a Wednesday episode and I am pumped to be here and talk to you guys. I wanted to, with the impending travel that I have, so I'll give you a little life update. June is going to be bananas for me. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's going to be cray cray. Also, can we just pause for a second and think about how many songs, at least for me, how many songs out there taught us how to spell like respect, bananas, those, oh, Beyonce, um, flawless, uh, fabulous, F-A-B-O. Yeah. Like, hello. Like they freaking pop culture just taught us how to spell, you know? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having my back. Anyway, June is a bananas month for me. It's going to be so crazy. I am actually traveling. I think I looked at the math and I think I'm going to be home in for the next 60 days. I think I'm home and I and like home and like without company for like 21 of the 60 days. That's a lot for me. Like your girl loves her downtime. She likes to be alone. She likes to be at home. She likes to be chill. She likes to be on her own schedule. Like your girl has a a hermit crab style to her, okay? <laughs> well, that that little hermit crab shell, it's getting cracked open cuz this girl is about to be a mother freaking traveler. Okay, TSA pre-check. Thank you for approving me because I'm about to burn a hole in that card. And it's not really a card, but I'm about to be catching flights, catching jets. I wish catching flights, hopefully not catching feelings. And I'm about to just be smooth sailing. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, I have 29029. And um, if you're not following me on Instagram, then first of all, awesome that you found this freaking podcast. But if you are following me on Instagram, then you probably already know. 29029 is an amazing, amazing endurance event. I'm going to break it down here for you real quick, just because that's what we're doing. We're just chatting like we're hanging. So 29029 is the elevation of Mount Everest, 29,000 feet. And there is an event created by Jesse Itzler, Colin O'Brady, and Mark, who have created this endurance event where you go all over the country and you hike a mountain and you do said mountain however many times you need to hike up it to accumulate 29,000 feet. So for example, in June, we're going to Idaho, Sun Valley, baby, with the bougie bouge. It's freaking Sun Valley. (laughs) But we're going to Sun Valley and here's how it works. We, the, myself, as well as the participants will hike up the mountain. And it is about, I think it's about, mm, I should know this, but I think it's about 1.6 miles. Your girl doesn't need to know the logistics. All she needs to know is, can she get her ass up the hill multiple times? Yes, she can. Yes, she mother freaking can. Did she get a stress fracture last year from doing it? Yes, she did. Is she nervous about this year? Yeah, yeah, she is. But that's okay. That's okay. We can pivot. 
Anyway, so in Sun Valley, they will hike up the mountain 15 times, one mother five. Okay. And when I tell you that this mountain, this is like a black diamond. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to envision a black diamond. I want you to envision what it's like to go down a black diamond. Now I want you to envision what it would be like to hike up a black diamond. Pretty freaking tough. Okay. They call the Sun Valley the wall because it is exactly that. Is it a, it is a wall. The elevation is quick. It's steep. It's short and it is aggressive. <laughs> so you get to this certain point that they call the wall where it's basically straight up. Like you can't see the ridge and you keep thinking like you're looking down, you're hiking. I remember two years ago over there and I just kept thinking like, okay, any minute now, like I'm going to see in my peripheral, like that I've reached the top. And it's just like, you're hiking and you kind of are like looking up at like your eyebrow line and you're like, okay, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. And then you pause and you look up and you're like, (laughs) nowhere near the end, nowhere near it. You get to the wall and you're just like, oh, you make it over this little ridge. And then you have to just finish on a pretty flat, like way up to the top. But the way it works is then when you're, when you do that first ascent, that's one lap, then you take a gondola down. So you really are just accumulating elevation. You're never having to hike down, which I think is really cool because, um, it allows for all ages and lifestyles to be able to do this event. Whether, you know, if you had to hike down that, that would be impossible. People would get hurt. It would be a disaster. So you take the gondola down and then you repeat that. And they have 36 hours to repeat this. So in 36 hours for Sun Valley in particular, the goal is 15 laps. So in 36 hours, they will go from 5 a.m. on Friday morning until 5 p.m. I'm sorry. Yeah. 5 p. I'm sorry. 6, 6 a.m. Friday morning to 6 p.m. on Saturday. And they will have to accumulate 15 laps. If they do so, they will have reached the summit of Mount Everest and they will have completed this endurance event and they will get themselves a very prized possession of a red hat and a medal. And the cool thing is along the way, there's other mountains. So like Osconcago, uh, Kilimanjaro, there's other mountains that you can check off. So it's not just about completing 29029, which I think is really, really cool because a lot of other endurance events aren't like that. You know, you go to do a half marathon, the goal is to do the half marathon. There's really no check mark or reward or acknowledgement for doing anything less than the 12 miles. So even if your goal was to just be able to do the six miles, well, you're not getting any acknowledgement for that. And at this event, they really have done such a good job of making it so incredibly inclusive where, you know, maybe you only get five laps out of the 15. Okay, boom, like they, you know, based on the math, they'll say, okay, that was this mountain. Or maybe you get 10 laps. Okay, based on the math, you know, that was Kilimanjaro or that was, you know, Osconcago. It really is very, very cool. So it doesn't have to be just black or white. It's not all or nothing. It's not you did or you didn't finish. Um, And I love that. I love that. And there's a lot of people here that just go because they want to be able to do an endurance event. And there's not a lot of endurance events, at least that I know of, that don't involve running. You know, so many of them involve running. And if you can't run or you don't want to run, well, then it's hard to find an endurance event. So this is a hiking-based endurance event that is so freaking fun. Now, the reason I was telling you about that is because that's my first event here in June. Actually, I rewind. I digress. No, I don't digress. I got ahead of myself. In June, 
I actually, on June 4th, I will be leading a workout at a huge fitness festival here in Denver called Strength in the City. And there is going to be a little over a thousand people there. This will hands down be the biggest crowd that I have ever hosted a workout in front of. And let me tell you, your girl's a little bit nervous. Like I would consider myself a professional. I've done, I've, you know, They say you got to do it for a thousand hours. I probably have coached a cumulative in my life a thousand hours. That might be a stretch. Okay. Your girl might be, I'm, you know, the math is just not, it's not adding up today. The numbers, I'm talking about a lot of numbers and they're just not adding up the way I would like them to be adding up. Anyway, so I, I maybe, maybe I'm a professional. I don't really know. They say 10,000 hours. Maybe I haven't done 10,000, but I've hosted a lot of workouts. I've taught a lot of classes in my, you know, 15 years of doing this. So it's possible. The point is, this will be my biggest audience to date. This will be the biggest group of people that I will be in front of. This will also be the first time ever that I'm largely in front of a bunch of my peers where it's not just um, like clients or people wanting to work out. These are other fitness professionals will be there. This will be, and this like, imagine Coachella, but for fitness. So there's going to be tons of different workouts that are coming up on stage, tons of different gyms, tons of different options that people can kind of take throughout the day. And then there's booths and music and inter- in, interacting and food. And like, it's really cool. Strength in the city. Very, very cool. But like I said, I'm a little nervous. So That is coming up the first weekend of June. And then I start my travels with 29029 and I fly away and I go to Idaho. And then I come back and boom, I have like two days, I think. My mom will be here taking care of Carly. So don't be getting no ideas. Don't be trying to figure out, come into my house and be like, oh, Ashley, you shouldn't tell people like that you won't be home. Girl, have you seen my dog? Don't fuck with Carly. Like she will... She's got this. And my mom is going to be here. So my mama will hold down the fort and Carly girl will for sure hold down the fort. So then I come back and I think I'm home for literally two days, two days by myself. After my mom leaves, I have 48 hours by myself before my friend Andrea comes and she will fly in and we will party our little faces off. I don't even really know what that means because I don't really party anymore at the per se, Um, but we will party our little faces off and we're going to go see Alinium. I love him. He is so good. If you don't know, definitely check him out. Alinium, the best. This will be our third time seeing him live together, which is really special. Every time we've seen him, the venue's gotten bigger. So it's really cool that we get to share this together. He's going to be here at Empowered Field, which is the Broncos Stadium. So big fucking deal. He's probably going to have fireworks and all kinds of shit. And I'm like really, really pumped. Like so, so, so excited. It's basically me turning it into my version of what it would be like to go to Coachella like, or EDC, I'm sorry, EDC, like, I'm gonna get an outfit, I'm gonna do it right, like, your girl's gonna do it up, okay, do it up, do it up, um, and then she'll leave, and then I think I have, like, a couple days, like, I have a couple days to myself in June, um, and then it's 4th of July, (laughs) and then we just go in, it just doesn't stop, you know, then I've got another couple days free and then boom, I'm going to Jackson Hole for another 29029. So basically every single month for a weekend, I will be gone for 29029, traveling, hiking, living, breathing, working, flexing, hiking, drinking, getting dirty, not drinking alcohol, 
um, you know, eating burgers, you know, making dreams happen, helping people, all the things. Um, gosh, I hope I'm not being annoying. This, if it, if I am, you just feel free to turn this off at any point, okay? Uh, so yeah, that's what I got going on, guys. That is what I got going on. So I wanted to just like keep catch you up to speed, catch you up to speed in my life. And one thing that I thought would be maybe beneficial to share with you guys is your girl is going through some life events, you know, like relationships, navigating, figuring out what she does and doesn't want. I definitely want to talk more about this. I'm going to do a podcast about this later, just the stories that we tell ourselves, because I am coming to the realization at my crisp age that sometimes we have created a life that we have wanted. Sometimes we have created a life that we told ourselves we wanted, but we didn't really want. And sometimes we have just kind of fallen into a life and we haven't really taken a step back, taken the goggles off and really gotten a wider view of what's really happening, a greater perspective. Um, And that's really what I'm going through right now. I'm really pausing and I'm looking at, okay, what have I told myself that I wanted my whole life? Maybe out of fear, or maybe what did I not allow myself to want? Maybe there's things in my life that I really want at my core, but I didn't allow myself to think they were possible or to be vulnerable enough or to, let's just say, date the right person or take the right job or put myself in the position to receive those things. And so I kept thinking or saying, well, that's not for me, or because I don't fit the societal cookie cutter, princess, Disney, fairyland story that we've been told it should be, well, then it must not be something I want. It must not be a life I chose. Because if it was a life I chose, I would feel X, Y, and Z. And I'm really diving deeper into that, having some intense conversations with some people that are being really good mirrors to me, really good Question askers, I think that's one of the best things that you can do in life is stay in a place of question. Um, My very good friend, Dominic Cruz, taught me that. And just, yeah, to stay in a place of question, that if you can stay in a place of question, if you can be around people that put you in a place of question, ask you things, it really helps to bring the perspective. You know, something as simple as I'm scared or I don't like X, Y, and Z. Okay, why don't you like it? What are you scared of? And then you break that down. And it's like, you know, I'm scared of sharks. Okay, this could be terrible. But okay, well, why are you scared of sharks? Because they could bite me and I die. Or let's do this. I'm scared of the ocean. Why? Because of sharks. Okay, why? And like, that's the example, like just continuing to break it down and really see what would happen. Um, One for me that I'll share that's a little deep and personal is, you know, something for me that has always been really fearful is like losing my mom and not if fearful as in like it paralyzes me, but like that would rock me at my core. And so instead of not acknowledging that the whole point of staying in a place of question is, okay, so what would happen if like, what would your life look like? What would happen? And like you paint the picture, you walk yourself down that path and then it becomes less scary. It doesn't mean it would hurt less or be less devastating, but you've sat in it more. You've talked about it. You've gotten comfortable with it. You've felt those feelings rather than just ignoring it or just saying that's scary or that's too much. So that's where I'm at right now. 
And it's really, it's really helping me. It's really helping me to navigate some big things in my life, big things that I think if I, you know, reflected and I looked back and said, like, what would 90-year-old Ashley think? What would 90-year-old Ashley want? These are the conversations that I want to be having. This is the reflection that I want to be in. I don't want to wake up and be 70, 80, 90-year-old Ashley living with regrets or wishing that I had or feeling like there was something that I didn't fulfill in my life. Like, I don't want to feel that way. So it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to navigate. And I know for some people, it's, it's a path that they don't choose to go down. But for me, it's something that I want to do because I know that on the other side of that is an amazing is amazing life. Um, now, shifting gears for a second, I want to talk about a hot take. I got a hot take for you on cottage cheese. Cottage motherfucking cheese. Okay, cottage cheese is having a moment like cauliflower. Okay, it might not be quite as big as cauliflower, but it's having a moment like cauliflower. Cauliflower, oh my gosh, talk about a glow up. That thing just like blew up. Everyone, cauliflower, everything. Cauliflower pizza, cauliflower crust, cauliflower tortillas, cauliflower cheese, cauliflower, cauliflower, cauliflower buffalo bites. Like, okay, we get it. Cauliflower, you're so fucking diverse. Okay, we get it. But you know who's coming for her job? <laughs> God, it's cheese. Cottage cheese is like, yo, girl, don't forget about me. I can be just as diverse. I can be just as functional. And I actually, I'm going to, if I had to put my money on, I'm going to bet cottage cheese. I'm putting my money on cottage cheese. You want to know why? Because cottage cheese actually has protein. Cauliflower just makes you bloated and you probably be farting everywhere. Okay. But no cottage cheese be bringing that good good protein to your belly protein to your muscles we all know that's super important and super low in fat so it's going to be great so i have to tell you if you didn't see it on instagram go check it out i i jumped on the bandwagon i did the cottage cheese what can we make you into something that you're not and i turned her into cookie dough (laughs) i turned that freaking cottage cheese into cookie dough the recipe's good. I don't even like cottage cheese, okay? I don't even like it. In fact, when I made it, I wish I had recorded my face tasting it because I genuinely was like, this is going to be disgusting. I wish I had filmed myself. But I put it in my mouth and I liked it. Okay? Okay. So, but seriously, I tasted it and I was like, this actually tastes really good. Like this tastes pretty much like cookie dough. And I know I'm an adult. Don't try to feed this to your kids. They're going to call bullshit. But as an adult, I like it. You get a little chocolate chips, you get a little maple syrup, you got a little almond flour, you got protein powder. So it's double. You got protein powder and the cottage cheese. Hello. It's, it's good. Chocolate chips. I mean, I'm craving it right now. I want to go downstairs and eat me some. Uh, I don't have any made, so that's a problem. But that's my hot take on cottage cheese. Everybody be trying to make cottage cheese something good. Blend it, whip it, froth it, put it in. I mean, I'm surprised people aren't putting it in their damn coffee. We put butter in our coffee. What's to tell us we can't be putting cottage cheese in there? Don't do it. It's probably gross and it would make you gag. But I'm surprised no one's done it yet. Maybe they have. It just was too disgusting to go viral. Um, another thing that I would just like to touch on real quick, my my second hot take is this one's going to rub some gears. Rub some, grind some gears, grind some gears. Yo, that green juice, okay? That green juice that everybody, everybody on the internet is trying to tell you to drink, 
That green juice that every little influencer is telling you, I ditched my bloat. I lost five pounds. Eat this. Just drink your greens. You'll be healthy. It'll cure everything. Um, bullshit. Okay. Listen, I love a good greens. I do take a green every day. Shout out to Organifi. I enjoy their greens very, very much, but I ain't over here telling you that it's going to cure you. I ain't over here telling you that it's the secret to weight loss or that it's the number one thing that ditched your bloat and look at me, I got flat tummy tea and all that. No. In fact, flat tummy tea reached out to me like years ago to partner with them. And I was like, I can't like no amount of money would have been worth it to me to partner with flat tummy teeth because it would have been such a scam. I would have known I was 100% lying to you guys. And that ain't my jam. I don't like to lie to you. I like to tell you the truth, even if it sounds crazy, crazy. So yeah, no flat tummy tea and the green powder that every TikTok bitty body is telling you to, you know, drink up and it's going to cure all your life fucking problems. No more depression, no more this, your hair's going to grow, your boyfriend's going to love you, your girlfriend's going to love you. No, that is motherfucking wackadoodle time. It is wackadoodle time and we need to stop listening to it. Okay. Shut it down is what we need to do. Shut it down. Shut it down. It's not that it's not going to help you, but my thing is it's not going to do the things that everyone's claiming it's going to do. So it's not going to hurt you, but I think we got to scale it down on this magical protein, I mean, magical powers that these green juices have. Okay. Let's eat some food. Let's take care of our body. Let's get to sleep. Let's wake up. Let's get sunlight in our eyes. First thing when we wake up, let's drink some water. Let's drink some sodium, some electrolytes. Let's, let's do those things. And not put all of our stock in some quote unquote magic potion that some TikTok bitty bot told you was going to, this is how I got a six pack. No, bitch. That's not how she got a six pack. Okay. And she might not even have a six pack. And who even cares? Who even cares? What does having a six pack mean anyway? Okay. It just means your abs are showing like, cool. Your abs are showing. That's great. I'm going to, I'm going to rein it in. I'm going to rein it in. Um, Next time, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more. I'm not trying to leave like a cliffhanger. This is no marketing ploy. But next time I do, I want to dive a little bit deeper when I have a solo episode with you guys. And I want to really share some personal stuff. And I want to share some things that I have been really diving into and reflecting on um, when it comes to a lot of different areas of life. And I definitely do not share this stuff on Instagram because I feel like you guys are my gang. You guys are my smash squad. So you guys are here. You want to listen and you share with me. You send me messages. It means everything. Um, so I want to share that with you and just create a safe space where we we can do that, where you guys can share stuff with me and where I can share you know stuff with you and and hopefully it will relate with some relate to someone. Resonate, good lord, resonate with someone and it will help them the way my other stories have helped them. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys. Before I go, I have to tell you this. I put the podcast out about the criminal charges about going to trial and doing all of that, which by the way, thank you for those of you that listened and thank you for those of you that took the time to send me feedback. I don't think until I recorded that and listened to it back, it's been years. Like I haven't told that story the way I told that story. I don't know if ever. Um, and definitely if, if I have, it's been years, it's been years. So Thank you. Thank you guys very much for just giving me the space and for feeling good about that. 
I have the craziest thing to tell you though. I got a message from someone on Instagram who was part of the public defender group, who knows my lawyer, who still works with my lawyer or my my ex-lawyer, I guess. Holy balls, how crazy is that? I have been wanting since this has come out, like since this happened, I should say, I have been wanting to have like a third party person. Like, you know, we have so much of our lives captured on Instagram or pictures or, you know, someone's there to tell a version of the story that they saw. And I have been wanting that so bad. I've been thinking like, I really wish there was like a clip or something I could play back or reflect on other than just what I have made up in my mind, you know, the story that I have created. Not that it's false, but it's my version of the events that happened. And I would love to hear from somebody. And sure enough, sure as the mother freaking sun has not been rising in San Diego, if you know, you know, I got a DM from someone who was like, I was there. I was in the courtroom and I'm like, oh my gosh, OMG. Okay. He said he was there, that he was part of the public defenders group. He sat in there and I'm like, you're kidding me. So, so smash squad, what I'm going to do is I am going to see if I can interview him because I would love to do that. I would love to just get some insight from him. And I think it'd be so cool. So if you're into it, make sure you check out that episode when it comes out. If you're not into it, I don't know, maybe still check it out anyway. I wasn't into cottage cheese and I gave it a try and now, you know, we're homies, we're tight. Like I'm not eating it by itself, but like I'm gonna eat it when I make it into cookie dough. So you might like the story. You might like this episode. So just, you know, keep your ears, eyes open, heart open, everything open, receive, stay in a place of question. Don't shut things down. And uh, until we chat again, be good to yourselves and be good to each other.